So, Hugh Grant and Matthew McConaughey, welcome to Absolute Radio. Thank you. Good morning. Good to have you guys here. Great to have you guys in the radio station. If you were doing a joint radio show here at Absolute Radio, um, let's say it's called Hugh and Matt's Midnight Madness, what kind of songs <laughs> would you play? First song on your show, what would it be? Oh, just to get uh, kind of wow. madness. I want some Ted Nugent stranglehold just yes. to get the night started. <laughs> <laughs> I'd listen to that show. Hugh, anything you'd like to play? I'd have uh, the band of the Grenadier Guards, which is my <laughs> sex tape. <laughs> <laughs> so traditional, old school. Yeah. Uh, listen, let's talk about the gentleman, uh, the the Guy Ritchie film we've all been waiting for. Uh, let me just kind of uh, distill the plot, if I can. Uh, Matthew, you play Mikey, an American drug lord. Mickey. Mickey, my bad. Mickey, an American drug lord uh, working in the UK, uh, uses the posh houses of lords as basis to hide his product, uh, and he's looking to cash out and retire. But Hugh, you play the role of Fletcher, an investigative journalist trying to pin Mickey down. Have I got oh, that in a nutshell? I'm not, I'm not a journalist, I'm a private investigator. Private investigator. Hired by a, an evil tabloid newspaper, yeah. Okay, and the movie's been described as vintage Guy Ritchie. Would you guys go along with that particular description? Yeah, I would. I mean, to the effect of Lock, Stock and um, Snatch. Yeah. Um, this part of the reason I came, off, came aboard was just the sort of Guy Ritchie film. The, yeah. The world and the size that I wanted to come on and work with him in. And the look, you can just tell it's a Guy Ritchie movie. Not, not, not from stunts or explosions or whatever, but just the kind of outfits. The, you're dressed incredibly well. It's stylish. And it's stylishly it shot, stylishly edited. Um, yeah, it's all that kind of celebration of... It's not just a celebration of London underworld, but sort of celebration of London. Yeah. And, uh, and I've loved his films for that for a long time. So, Matthew, you wear some fantastic suits in the film. You've got some good... Yes. Is there one suit in particular? Are you allowed to take anything home from a movie, or do you have to give it back at the end? Can you nick anything? I didn't ask permission. <laughs> I nicked quite a few. Did you? Good man. That's the way to go, I reckon. Uh, and, obviously, Matthew, you've got a fantastic opening line of the movie. Uh, you're in a bar, you ask, you ask for a pint and a pickled egg. Don't worry, I'm not going to make you eat a pickled egg. I've already have had you two had, today. You've already had two today. I was going to ask you if you ever tried one previously to this. Not Is previously to that scene, but I already had two this what, morning. But what did you think of it? Pickled. Strange thing. <laughs> you got to yeah. watch, as, as the one we had, uh, Hugh had this morning, you got to watch how much vinegar they have. If they've been sitting there too long, they can uh, clear your nasal passages. Is it good if you've got a cold, Hugh, if you have a pickled egg? Is that quite good to clear things out a little bit? Yes, marvellous. Or a pickled onion. What happened to them? Do you remember them in a chip shop? My dad my dad hands us a uh, pot of pickled onions every Christmas. He's just he, he's, in, he's normally out in the kitchen pickling his onions. And he does his own. Else. He does his own. I might try and do it this year, you know. Yeah. I love them. So you just had some Christmas, huh? Yeah, we, um, so we, we, he puts them, I don't know how you do it, you have to kind of like boil up some concoction and then leave these little onion shallot things in them for a while. But they're great with cheese and cheese and biscuits and stuff like that on, on, uh, on Christmas Eve yeah, night. Yeah, delicious actually. You've just got back in from Midnight Mass, as we all obviously would do, do you know what I mean? Fair. It's, uh, they're great, they're really, really good. Yes. So, uh, you know, I heartily recommend them. It's lovely if you are pickled. If you are pickled whilst eating a pickle. just what you feel like. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Hugh, your Cockney accent as Fletcher in this movie is on point. Uh, who was your inspiration for the, the accent that you have in the film? I'm not sure I had one inspiration, but I did, I did have a lunch with various private investigators who have worked for tabloid papers. In yeah. fact, some of them have hacked my phone. <laughs> <laughs> they gradually over the years have come over to my side yeah. of, of that particular argument. And uh, so we had a, uh, an interesting lunch. And uh, and I think things, yeah, I, I think maybe bits of voice. Certainly, you see little things, you know, those, those sunglasses, I could use that. I love those sunglasses. Are they reactor lights? My mum and dad have got reactor lights. You know, sunglasses that change uh, colour oh, to do with the sunshine. Is that, are they reactor lights that you've been wearing? Uh, 
you paint an interesting picture of your father in his <laughs> reactor lights pickling all day. He's called Nigel as well, which is a cracker. Definitely Nigel. Well, he's in my next character for it, sure. That's pickled reactor lights. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great combination. Yours were constantly shady. They constantly were constantly shady. Yeah, they were. Bl- I went with a blood, ox blood theme, so they were ox blood, and so was my s- slimy reptilian jacket. I love the, the jacket. Sh- fantastic. And my boots. Yeah. Yeah. We never really got enough of my boots. And of course, my panties. <laughs> <laughs> have you? And same question that I, I put to Matthew. Have you ever taken anything from a movie just as a memento, a keepsake, at all? Yeah, I took home an extra once. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she was furious. Absolutely furious. Um, obviously, you know, with the the angle of the investigative reporter and the tabloid press and so on. Obviously, Hugh, you've done a lot of work with press regulations in in your time. Uh, did how was the experience of kind of stepping into that world a little bit with the movie in terms of your background with? Press regulation, etc. Well, it was fun. Like I say, you know, I was inspired by the, uh, some of these characters, and um, I think you know they they live a very interesting life. Some of them have come sort of semi-military background. Uh, what do they call it? Psyops and all that. Yeah. And, and in the world we live in now, they, you know, the the stuff they can do in terms of getting into your life, getting into your head via the internet, yeah. is all very interesting and sinister. And uh, I enjoyed it. And then, then there was this other element to my character, which was he was a big film lover, cinephile, and uh, sort of fan, really. Yeah. And he really, he, he kind of, uh, he's a bit attracted to the villains. Yeah. You know, I've all those scenes with Charlie Hunnam, and yeah. he sort of fancies him a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so is that an accent you've always had within you, uh, and you've kind of, you've brought it out for the movie, or is this a completely new skill that you've learned? What, that voice? Yeah. No, I, the thing is, I used to do... Voices was my living, ridiculously, in the 80s. I did radio commercials. Oh, uh, I used yeah. to write and produce and act in radio commercials, and so that was sort of what I did. And, and then suddenly, after four weddings, uh, you know, that's, that was a whole other career. Was, um, but, yeah, but Voices... I'm all right with Voices. Do you think there's any chance you could be in EastEnders with with a voice of that calibre? Well, obviously, that's what I'm gunning for. <laughs> You're playing the long game, Hugh. Yeah. Um, we had uh, The Rock and Kevin Hart on this show last week. They had a good crack at a British accent. It ended up going a little bit Charles Dickens, I'll be honest with you, even oh, with well, the best one in the world. Mine goes a bit Charles Dickens as well. I was going to say, Matthew, <laughs> any British phrases that you've picked up whilst you've been working over here? Oh... No, no new British phrases I've picked up since I've been over here. There's quite a f- few uh, new vernaculars in this film, though. Yes. There's some, some, there's some new things for Webster's Dictionary coming up. <laughs> and how do you think it will translate, obviously, for audiences in, in America? Will they need, like, in, in terms of the phrasing and so on? Uh, I mean, some of the scenes may need to be subtitled. <laughs> which I actually brought up to guys like subtitle that I mean can't understand what the hell he's going to say and subtitle it would be an extra laugh yeah totally uh, and what about British culture do you find uh, a bit unusual then Matthew in your time over here stuff, stuff maybe we could improve on we're always looking to improve over here well look let me say this let me, let me give the upside of what I'm enjoying about London right now um I, I, I fell for London my, myself and my family last year when we worked here part of that was who London is right now, um, but also I had great host, and one of those hosts was the the, the, the Ritchie family. We went um, hunting 
Wow. That has its own <laughs> rituals and pomp and circumstance, and it's a whole, lot of, a whole lot of let's get ready to get ready again. <laughs> were you on a horse? Or were you uh, in shooting, shooting birds? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. We did all of that. Were and, you good? Uh, Are you good with them? I was told I was actually pretty good. Fantastic. I'm, I'm, shotguns been in my been in my hand before in texas and <laughs> and uh but they they had a keen eye on me to see it was i was definitely being graded oh well, yeah, like yeah, it, yeah. it it did <laughs> i could tell that it mattered how i shot whether i would be invited back <laughs> maybe it's an early test or audition for the movie itself who knows i can imagine you were wearing the same kind of stuff that you were you were wearing in this oh, film yes no took the wardrobe right right out of the trailer and said we're taking that to the country this weekend <laughs> i love it and is there anything we could work on or improve on anything a bit weird about the uk as as it stands well let's uh let's Let's see how your election goes. Yes. I think we're all kind of waiting on that one, to be honest with you. Uh, there's an amazing cast in the film. Uh, when you're surrounded by so many other great actors, does that make you up your game? Or, or does it mean you can kind of relax a little bit because it's, it's a team effort? How do you guys approach that? What do you I, well, I certainly don't like anyone to be too good in any scene that I'm in. Um, and I'll try and bring them down if I possibly can. Get in their head a little bit or something like that. Yeah, I don't want any of that nonsense. Do you stand and watch when someone else is doing their bit? Or is that is that bad form? Would that put them off? Like, if, if someone's doing their acting, can you stand there and watch them doing it? Or is that like a... You know what I mean? Oh, if if you're weird? not in the scene. Yeah. If I wasn't in a scene and I just turned up on the set and watched uh, Matthew emote, he would hate it. But yeah, I imagine yeah, that yeah, would be... Yeah. Like, be... That would be bad form. You'd be, you you'd be thinking, what's, what's Hugh playing at? It I just mean, never happened. yeah, it <laughs> usually doesn't terrible. happen. There's there is a bit of like you know Etiquette. respect on that. Let someone go do their own thing. At the same time, when we're doing our best acting, our truest <laughs> acting, it's almost like bring one, bring all. It doesn't matter who's out there. Is also have I've felt before. Yeah, it's like you know don't even notice who's behind who's who's behind the camera until afterwards. And you go, oh, they were here. But yeah, you could you could get somebody. If somebody comes to set, you could see someone putting a little lanyap on uh, extra scenes and trying to go, oh, I think I need to doozy this up a bit. Yeah. Um, Is there any improvisation in a Guy Ritchie movie? <laughs> lots. Is yes. there? Oh, lots. I, I, I'd heard about Heaps. it, but I didn't know. I mean, I, I read that he would sometimes come in and rewrite a scene in the morning if he was like not happy with it and wanted to go in a different direction. Rewrite so. a scene in the afternoon. Oh, really? That's how he rolls? At lunch. <laughs> Before lunch. Because he's obviously a perfectionist. That that surprises me that he would he would. But he's hearing, as far as I can look, guy, guys hearing even words that he wrote. Yeah, he wants to hear them on the day. Yeah, and in between, when you sit down to start the day and start read through that scene, that's when he's at his best. His his mind's most acute, and he'll sit there and call something rubbish that he wrote that he loved yesterday. Okay. If he hears it, it doesn't fit the meter of what he uh, of what he believes it should sound like yeah. I mean there's something very musical about how he how he's directing the the dialogue um, that I found um, just the whole the whole pace the whole pace of it and how people speak there's a, there's a musicality that he's listening for and if he doesn't hear it he's going he wants to change it up that's awesome look guys we're hurtling towards Christmas as you all well know um, I just wanted to get your personal views for the record on elf on the shelf do you guys do elf on the shelf oh yeah a couple of ours just moved Really? The other day. So, Matthew, you do the Elf on the Shelf. told us. Said that Elf's been in the closet in that same spot for 11 months. And all of a sudden, the next morning, it moved. And it was downstairs sitting on top of the pineapple. The kids are... There's a movie in that in itself. Oh, my. So, you've got two elves working your household at the moment. As far as I know, there may be more than two. So, only two confirmed signs. That I know of, yes. Hugh, do you have Elf on the Shelf in your house? 
I, I, he doesn't know what uh, Elf on the Shelf is. I've seen that little little green man. Yeah. Yeah, one of my boys has one of them. Well, yeah. you're meant to move him around, are you? They move. You don't move Oh, them. I yeah. see. Sometimes they, they move. Oh, okay. <laughs> in the middle of the night. That's brilliant. Well, no I can't wait to it. tell my children who've literally never slept in four <laughs> years now that <laughs> the little green thing moves at night. That's a brilliant idea. Thanks. Fantastic. Great yeah. parenting. Yeah. Uh, well, listen, guys, the gentleman, uh, Vintage Guy Ritchie, is out in cinemas on New Year's Day. Uh, Hugh Grant and Matthew McConaughey, thank you so much. Thank you're you. You're welcome. Thank you.